Hey guys, it's me, Jenna Hartley. Welcome to Heart to Heart. This is the place to be if you want to be inspired, be empowered, and find ways to embrace the strong woman I know you already are. So buckle up and let's get ready to discover our inner badasses. Hey guys, I'm Jenna Hartley. Welcome to Writer Wednesdays. It's a weekly chat with my author friends, a chance to get to know some of the writers behind your favorite stories, as well as hopefully discover some new authors. This week's guest is Anna B. Doe. She is a young adult and new adult contemporary romance author. She writes angsty, real-life romance that is equal parts sweet and sexy. She's a coffee and chocolate addict, loves to travel, and has a cute puppy named Tina, who we might see in the video, actually. So thanks so much for joining me, Anna. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Uh, so a chocolate and coffee addict, you sound a bit like my husband and me rolled it into one. <laughs> so let's hear more about that. <laughs> yeah, I actually cannot write if I don't have water, chocolate, and well, something chocolate and um, coffee by my side. So I write and eat and drink that while I write. Nice. Do you have a favorite um, chocolate or favorite destination you've been to for chocolate? Um, not really. I was actually in Belgium. Belgium is really popular with chocolate. Um, and my friend uh, who was operating with me, she brought me some, which were really tasty. And we have uh, Croatian chocolate that's really popular. And I usually like take it with me when I go somewhere to give to my friends. So yeah, any kind of chocolate is a good chocolate. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I would say I I don't really like milk chocolate. I like darker, but I was actually surprised. My in-laws lived in Australia for like 10 years um, and I went to visit and in Melbourne, they have like a really big chocolate culture. Like um, they take chocolate tours and they have like historic chocolate places, but newer ones. And it was just, uh, it was like chocolate lovers heaven. <laughs> so once you can travel again, go to Melbourne, Australia. <laughs> I wish, but like tickets are so expensive. I was checking them out, but not in the future. Yeah, it would take a while where you have, um, you know, points for mileage. That was how we were able to, to swing that one. But yeah, it's, I would highly recommend it. Um, so I read that you're always planning your next trip and I have a bit of wanderlust myself. So if you could go anywhere right now, where do you think you'd go? Not regardless actually, of money, anything. <laughs> uh, anything. Then it would be New York. I want to go to New York so badly. I love it. And hopefully one day I'll go to, to America to travel around it and maybe do a book signing or something so that I can meet my American readers. That's so cool. Have you never been to any part of America? No, no, it's um, too far. I usually travel, travel around Europe. I was operating in Spain for two years. That's actually how my first book was born. My first book, Lost and Found, is about Croatian au pair and American football player. So they meet when she's operating in America, and that came from my experience as au pair in Spain. So did you actually meet an American football player and fall in love? No. <laughs> Unfortunately not. I mean, there is still time. My readers are always teasing me that I should um, find an American football player and, you know, get married. But we'll see. Maybe one day. That's right. You never know what'll happen. <laughs> well, I love that you all paired. I uh, served as a nanny for a while in college, but I always thought it'd be cool to travel abroad and be with a family to all pair. So it's definitely a different experience because you have to live with a family. And I like lived with two different families. 
and the first family was great i had a really amazing time with them um they took me everywhere and i got to see a lot and the second family they were nice to me but they were older and you could see that they like had no interest in their kids they were just like oh let them do whatever they want to do and they were really mean kids so every time they would come home from work i would just pick up my stuff and leave and i wouldn't get back home until like midnight or one in the morning that's so sad yeah i mean it's i think uh i don't know if you're a parent but as a parent there are times that it's like I just need to decompress and relax, but you, you have to invest the time in your kid and their discipline and being there, you know, to, to have the good. I mean, I get it. They were like older, they couldn't have kids for a while. And then they got two kids, but they were like, they had kids four and five years old girls and they were the age of my parents. And I'm at the time I was 21, I think. So that's a, big difference when you think about it. So I get that they weren't interested in them as much as um, they would have been probably when if they were younger. They were just like older and they... It's it's hard though like when you're older and you're like already set in your patterns because I know even me like I had my daughter older than some of my friends and it's like I had a life, a routine, you know what I mean? And then pfft, and that's all <laughs> shot down. No, no yeah. more routine. Yeah, no more routine. <laughs> Anyways, um, so what's your favorite place you've ever been then? Um, I loved London. London was amazing. I had a really fun time there. I love Spain, Madrid, uh, another great city that I wish I could go to again. Um, what else? That's, um, I had fun time in Hungary, in Budapest. I went with school uh, on a school trip, so that was fun too. Yeah, I've looked at, I've researched all these trips, and then it was like, we haven't gotten to go yet, so <laughs> Hungary was definitely on mine. I'm like, mm, you're, you're making me have that wanderlust again, so. <laughs> so you're actually from Croatia, so what is it like there, the food, the people, and how do you feel like your background influences your stories, apart from your au pair story? Um, well, in my au pair story, you can actually see a lot of background from Croatia and from how I was raised, which I do think is different from people in America. Um, the, like the mindset is completely different uh, of people. And it also depends if you're from continent or if you're from the coast. Because um, so I was born in a city that's close to capital, which is like in the coast uh, on in the South Croatia. And then you have coast, which is like completely different mindset. They're so relaxed. And I went to college <laughs> to coast. Um, and then I was like, they were, uh, I cannot even explain it. They were like, oh, let it go. You can do it later. It doesn't matter. And I'm like, no, I have to be there. You know, it's time. I have to be there. I have to do that. And they were always like teasing me about it. So yeah, it's definitely different. Um, I, I don't know. Do you have any specific question. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I just, I was trying to get a feel for it because I've never been, but it's been on my list because I hear it's beautiful, but it's interesting to me, the distinctions that you see between the coast and the the continent. Um, that is definitely different. And we have a lot of, like, if you want to go to Croatia, south is really good because you have um, a lot of islands, a lot of coast, uh, everything is pretty different. Um, the north and the south are completely different when it comes to coast. I love islands. We had a house on an island um, that I love to visit during the summers. I spend there a lot of time and I'm actually introducing it in the bonus scene that I'm currently writing. That will release, um, well, it won't, won't release. It will be in my newsletter around the time this goes out. Uh, so um, 
yeah, I'll introduce it there because um, it really influenced me because I spent a lot of time there and had a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, we have a lot, of, a lot of national parks too. So that's definitely something you, you should visit if you come. Um, I'm actually hoping that maybe I'll get a chance to go to one of them um, later this year when everything sorts out. We'll see if that happens. Well, that's exciting. Yeah. Um, well, your bonus theme sounds exciting. I want to hear more about that house. So, uh, and to sign up for your newsletter, they can do that. Is there a link in your bio, I'm guessing? Sorry. Yeah, there is a link in my bio. Okay, perfect. Um, yeah, and you can find all the links to your books, which are free on Kindle Unlimited, correct, in your bio as well. Yes. Um, so, uh, I guess I find it interesting you write a lot of young adult and new adult. Um, and one of my books is kind of new adult because she's in college, um, but most of mine are, the women are like in their 30s. So uh, I find the idea of writing young adult intimidating for some reason because I, I don't know if it's like just getting in that mindset um, or what, but I'm, I'm curious to find uh, what you love about writing uh, young adult. So I'm in my mid-twenties, so I think I'm still pretty connected with my high school years and my college years, so that's definitely a factor. Mm -hmm. um, I do have one book that's strictly adult, it's called Until, the rest of them are mature young adult to new adult books. Uh, depending from the book to book, but um, I love it. But it's a different genre to write because people are so judgmental about um, young adult books, right? Because if you have, I was just talking to an author friend about it, this, like uh, if you write them strictly, they're, they're teenagers, you have to be aware of that. And readers are not always aware of that. Sometimes they're like, oh, but they're acting so childish, but they are okay. They have to act childish. Like they're kids, they're kids, 17, 18 years old. They don't have to know their life. They don't know, they don't have to know where they're going or what are they doing with their life. They are in that age to figure it out. And that's what happens with my characters. They always figure it out and they're always working on themselves. And I try to like immerse that real life factor, like problems that are really happening to teenagers these days that they have to um, fight against, like their body image, their bullies in the school, um, problems at home. It's not always easy, but at the end they find it happily ever after. I think that's great. Yeah, I mean, I think it's, it's really important regardless of what, age group you're writing to I mean I I strive to infuse my books with real problems as well like body image issues and I think you know for my characters it's different than your characters right because my character is like a mom who had a baby who's dealing with like what does her body look like postpartum versus like you know teenagers and the issues but still it's it's like a thing that all women face um men too and I feel like it's important to address so I think that's really cool and I still find it intimidating to write <laughs> new adult yeah, I don't know if they're like, if they're really mature, then why are they so mature? If they're really childish, why are they so childish? And there is never medium with young adults. People are always like this or that. I also think that it depends on the age of the reader, how they will see the book. So it's really different from person to person, but um, it is a difficult genre to write. I bet it is. I mean, based on what you're saying, just from like reader reactions as well. I mean, yeah, um, I think, I was probably mature for my age as a 17, 18 year old, but I mean, I was a goody goody too. So I wasn't making interesting decisions that would be in a book. <laughs> so maybe that's why I can't write a new young adult because <laughs> I wasn't getting up to much trouble. <laughs> um, so are you up for a game? Yes. 
Okay, so I was going to uh, do a trivia quiz on travel stuff, but I decided that maybe that was <laughs> no fun. So we're going to do a romantic traveler quiz that I found. Okay. So this is like a cheesy, you know, I found it in Seventeen Magazine kind of thing. So you get um, <laughs> one point for each of these you've done, and we can compare our list afterwards. Um, so you have to write down the points. What'd you say? Do you have to write down the points? No, I can write them for you if you want. Okay. 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 Um, if you've walked barefoot on a beach with a partner at sunset. Um, I don't think so. Okay. I think I've done that. Um, it's just been a while. <laughs> uh, dined on a bearskin rug next to a crackling fire. No. Yeah, I don't have one for that either. Um, bought a rose or had one purchased for you from a street peddler in a picturesque city. I think so, yeah. Oh, nice. Okay, we're tied. Um, rode together in a gondola in Venice or Las Vegas? Nope. Yep. I rode in one with my parents, so not really a romantic partner. <laughs> um, taken a horse-drawn carriage in New Orleans or another city like New York City? Nope. nope. Unfortunately. I know, we're both still at one. We must not be very romantic despite our profession. <laughs> Uh, we have a few more. Let's see. Kiss on the observation deck of somewhere like the Empire State Building? Uh, no. But it does remind me of Gossip Girl, which we both know that we love. Yes. Um, Give me yes. some check. Yes. Um, sailed off into the sunset or rode off on horseback together? No. Yep. Um, danced together with no music just because you felt like it? Uh, yeah. Actually, yeah. yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, I think we're tied two and two. <laughs> that's amazing. At least yeah. we did something. Right, something. That's right. Um, yeah, it's interesting. I was looking up other stuff and it said one of the questions was, what is the most popular place in the world to propose? And this totally surprised me. France? That's what I thought. So I thought it'd be the Eiffel Tower, right? And it was actually yeah. Central Park. Really? Yeah. I mean, okay. New York has a lot of people living in it. So that's what my husband said. He was like, one big park in a huge city of people and I was like yeah but they have some really picturesque bridges and stuff I mean I don't know maybe who knows uh well if you go to New York uh, yeah maybe if I go to New York and find my football player they, he can propose to me in Central Park exactly it would definitely be a good idea will you film it for us please and send it in <laughs> yeah it yeah. will be um, on Instagram if it happens. Okay. I'll make sure of it. We'll make sure of it. Well, you never know because I don't know if you follow um, Megan March, who's amazing. Yeah, I, I, saw, I saw her wedding. Yes. I don't yes. know uh, how Perfect. she met him, but yes. I saw the wedding. It was last year, right? Yes, yes. So I think she had like pinned his image to her Pinterest board. And then I think that she joked about being his wife or something. And then they met at a reader um event or something like at a signing because he was there as a cover model and she is an author anyway she can correct us if she wants but yeah um really cool story so you never know <laughs> that's right um so can we talk about your latest book kiss to concert kiss to conquer sorry tongue twister um because that cover is so freaking gorgeous thank you so much i love it so what is tell us a little bit about the story and kind of what inspired you um, so actually, that book was supposed to be a uh, standalone. It was supposed to be titled differently. It was supposed to be, um, <laughs> wait, um, his, his Beast, Her Beauty. It was supposed to be called like that, which nobody knows. 
So I'm announcing it here. Uh, so that was supposed to be the title. It was supposed to be a standalone. Um, it's a new adult enemies to lovers sports romance with a dash of second chance. So these two characters know the, um, each other from their high school years. They had an issue there. He was in love with her. She um, had a boyfriend and things happen. They go their separate ways and then they meet again in college which wasn't supposed to happen and they keep meeting each other again and again and again and uh, facing each other and then they have to face what happened before uh, the sparks are flying from the first time they see each other and well you'll have to read to find the rest it's very exciting yes <laughs> sounds like a great story. yeah um it has a lot of like uh, i got i saw, saw some early sorry i saw some early reviews and people are saying it's a a lot of angst, a lot of drama, um, and a lot of character development. I'm really proud of this story. It was a hard story to write. Um, you'd think that with a month of thinking I did on this one, you, it would be easier to write, but I had so much scenes deleted from this one, and so hard, like such a hard time writing it, but I am really happy where it is right now, and it's a book that I'm proud of, and cannot wait to write next books in the series. They're all standalones. Uh, each one be, will be about one couple. And hopefully we'll have the second one by the end of this year. That's very exciting. Yeah, it's so hard when you get kind of stuck on a story that kind of happened on my my current one, which will release um, the beginning of July, hopefully. But it's it's like, I don't know whether it was the circumstances that we're living in or just my mindset for the book because it's a little bit um, more tragic in a way. Um, and so I definitely had to delete stuff and rethink and I even renamed a main character and I never do that and I'm just like <laughs> really I think I always rename my characters at some point yeah the big ones yeah the big ones I don't think and I the, like the supporting ca characters not even the supporting characters that will appear later on but supporting characters that appear in like one or two scenes I always name them like Jake Mike <laughs> They're always the same. And I'm like, what was his name again? <laughs> Forgettable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so if you had to be quarantined with any of your characters, who would you choose? Andrew. No oh, question. Fast answer sure. there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he is from my um, favorite book of mine that I ever wrote. I love him. It's Habits. Um, it's the second book in my Grave for High series. Um, we have. Are you still here? Yeah, yeah because it's it just froze a second. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, so uh, we have Ice Princess and a bad boy, and they um, are into each other, but they cannot be together. And it's another one that's really steamy and has a lot of angst, a lot of angst, and still my favorite. Awesome. Yeah, I think I'd pick Preston. He's from one of my books, and he's a He's a male nanny um, to this little girl, and he's like a great cook and super sweet. He's probably most like my husband of any of my characters, so it's a good I'm thing I'm stuck with my that. husband for this ordeal. <laughs> I, I love uh, single parent romances and yep. romances with nannies, so that, yep. that should be interesting. I'll give it a look. Thanks. <laughs> um, I'd be curious to hear from someone who is actually an all I mean, I did some nannying, like I said, but it's it's different than like full-time stuff. Mine was just kind of during the day for some hours versus like living with the family. So 
Yeah. Um, thank you so much for joining me today. I had such a blast. Thank you so much for having me. So before you go, I have to ask one more question. Um, what three things you're grateful for today for those who have read the nanny single parent romance of mine unexpected, the nanny asked the little girl he watched every night that same question. So what I'm grateful for today, um, my family, although they drive me crazy, I still love them. My dog, who is currently sleeping like a baby here, and um, for peace and quiet that I finally have. Yeah, it's funny the things that you take for granted until you don't have them, right? <laughs> well, thank you again for joining me. That's a wrap. And you can find links to her books in her Instagram bio. All of them are free to read on Kindle Unlimited. And until next week, this is Jenna Hartley. Cheers to love, laughter, and happily ever afters. Like what you hear? Hit that subscribe button. Uh, share it with a friend. The more empowered women we have, the stronger the world is, the better we'll be. Thanks. Stay true to yourself and keep sharing your gifts with the world because we need more women's voices like yours. Thank you for listening and I can't wait to see you again.